Welcome back. It's another episode of the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast that's actually two eight-year-olds in a trench coat trying to get in a rated R movie. Yeah, it's that kind of podcast. Uh, it's me, your host, Matt Doima, with my co-host. Nathan Smezrud. Uh, we've got on the audio, making us sound oh so pretty. Jalen Russell. Back at it again. We brought her back because we just missed working with her so much, and we love her. Got Rebecca Wilson? Mic. Yes! <laughs> third mic, Rebecca Wilson, and also Karen of the Week. She's back on the Why podcast. Why does your voice keep getting higher? <laughs> I don't know! About? Oh, him? Oh. Which one? Yeah. Both of us. Yeah. We can battle this. Let's get higher and right. higher and higher. Uh, you, don't, you don't know. I got a helium tank hidden off camera. Oh, that's against the rules. It's like oh, steroids. I do, it'll be an asterisk, but you know what? Guess what? Mark McGuire's still in the, the, the books, so... I think, you know, he's a Hall of Famer with an asterisk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that kind of I podcast. I, I won't nitpick that at all. I'll, <laughs> I'll hold back. Yeah, I, I tried to make a baseball reference, and Nathan's just on the court like, nope, just a minute. Nope. It's coming out of my seat, but for the good of the podcast, I'll hold back. He's not going to be a contrarian about that joke. <laughs> no. And you guys, you guys, I know I say it every single week. You know, we're making awful history yet again. I mean, it's old hat at this point, but you surprise me every week. Lay it on me this time. This week, we have the creative force that actually uh, drew our logo for the Awful Service podcast. That's, that, it's the logo that we use across all platforms. It's on everything we do. Uh, so when you see us on Spotify or iTunes or iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts or we're now on Amazon Podcasts, we're on Google, all of those, all of those streaming platforms where we don't get downloaded on, uh, when you see that image, uh, the artist behind that, we, we have her on the pod, you guys. Finally, someone with tangible talent on this show. Right? Yeah. God. Now, the rest of us, are, we're just floating by on our good looks. I have both. She's a tour de force, you guys. Uh, The brainchild behind Gosh Dang Creative. We have Mackenzie McCann on the podcast, everybody. Welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> she's a, she was an early adopter of awful service actually uh she was she would she would, you I remember you were when we were just starting out you were sharing us uh helping us trying to get stories everything so yeah so then i th- stopped doing it completely yeah because she <laughs> she started listening <laughs> she knows the same she's smarter than me <laughs> <laughs> rebecca rebecca just has stockholm syndrome at this point yeah, but it's it's comforting. It's the devil I know well, you know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad you got you got a, a sound person. That's no, yes, we need. That's we all know. I have to say about your first couple. Episodes. We know, we know, we know. Amen. We know. Uh, Jalen is worth his weight in gold. Yes. <laughs> 
Yes. Well, this is the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about customer service jobs and the stories that happen therein. Uh, the very first segment on the podcast we lovingly refer to as the resume. Oh. Show us your resume. Why should we hire you? Have you ever had a job right to open fire you? Tell us all about yourself and your place of business. Talk about your former jobs, filthy, shady politics. Show us your resume! See, I don't know what's different about this week, but that came in a little louder in my headphones than it normally does. And I picked up some nuances behind the resume song that I haven't noticed previously. Particularly the layering tracks where Devin is screaming ridiculous <laughs> repeats behind the lines that he's saying the entire mm-hmm. time. I it's a beautiful thing. A, oh, man, that is just fantastic. Yeah, he's got some great ad libs there. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. so funny. <laughs> uh, that's uh, Mr. Rogers and the make-believe friends with the resume. So uh, this is the first segment on the podcast, Mackenzie. This is where we talk about the jobs you had and the, the, the bulk of the stories. So, Thank you God know. I wrote them down. <laughs> <laughs> like they're gonna ask me what I've done, and I'm gonna forget on the spot. So let no, me write it down. I love it. Half of our guests just sit there and hum and haw for like. Well, I, <laughs> I, I think it worked. Next. <laughs> so you can start wherever you like, and just you know, if you have some stories from those places, kind of pop up, and we'll go from there. Well, I'll just lay it all out there, and you tell me where you want to start. How about that? Yeah, well, go ahead. Um, hey, finally, someone on the show that knows how to run it. <laughs> I, it's took how many episodes? <laughs> uh, this will be 57. Oh my gosh. In 57 episodes. Yep. I have worked in customer service in some form or another for almost a decade straight now. Um, I started off working in high school at our local supermarket, Teal's Market. Shout out all my Teal's homies. <laughs> like, all, like everyone in high school either worked at the grocery store or at Dairy Queen. Like that, that was it. So I chose the grocery store. I have a question um, about the, your local Dairy Queen. Yes. <laughs> was it run by a creepy middle-aged man who hired nothing but attractive high school girls? Probably. I, okay. That's, I know for that sure. That was my hometown Dairy Queen experience. Well. <laughs> not, not sure about A, but B for sure. It was just all like <laughs> girls that wore yoga pants to work on that's yeah. it like yeah that tracks absolutely <laughs> i think i think i mean there's some correlation is causation there you know what i mean like i think i think you can't have one without the other you can't have creepy men without yoga pants hot girls in <laughs> yoga pants is that the correlation no just all when it when they all <laughs> work 45 year old men wearing hot pants in front of high school girls what <laughs> yep, hey Matt, that's, please yeah. explain yourself uh, <laughs> So you work for Teal's Market. <laughs> yes. So I um, that was that was fun. I worked there during the summers too um, when I came back from college. But then when I went to college, I got hired as a tour guide, which I consider very much customer service, as you have to put on the face of come come to this school to both the children and the adults. So I did that for a few years. Got completely burnt out of it by my junior year. Just <laughs> were you a tour guide at SCSU? No, at Gustavus. Oh, Gustavus, that's right. That's right. Yes. You and uh, uh, Keenan both went to Gustavus. Yeah, he's a, yeah, I don't know that our paths ever crossed and there, but Caitlin. Oh yeah, yeah. So you're the you're the yeah, third Caitlin. Gustavian. Is that is that is that the cor- correct nomenclature? Gusty. Ah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. How was your walking backwards game? 
So good. Oh, I bet. Um, yeah, it was great. Thank you for asking. For <laughs> asking that. It I envision people in polos and khakis <laughs> with stopwatches while other people in polos and khakis are going through like a tire course and cones backwards. <laughs> yeah, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> we were actually very much discouraged from walking backwards. We actually, it was usually one-on-one tours. I didn't do a lot of really big group tours because it was a small enough campus. It would usually be like one student and their family coming. So we're supposed to kind of walk with them and make it more of like a personal like, hey, it's just, we're just a couple buds. We're just showing you around, you know? We could be friends. You could come here and we could be like friends next year. Like that's the kind of vibe we were supposed to give off, so. This is the library, bond rep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So like, it would be so awkward for me when the, the students would like ask questions about like the social life and like the party scene and their parents are right there. And I'm like, why? can you like pull me to the side or I don't know, like text me later. I don't like, cause Davis is a wet campus. So that was like a big draw for a lot of high school students. Like you can have alcohol in your dorm when you're 21. What? what? <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was always fun. Um, and then every once in a while I would have to do group tours for like middle schools. Like they would bring busloads of like middle schoolers to do tours. And I'm like, what am I supposed I'm supposed to tell them about like academics or, hey, this is the cafeteria where they have like really good pasta and here's the <laughs> pool. I, it was so weird that they would ask me. It was so cute though. They'd be like, so can you like go visit your parents when you want to? <laughs> like, just, <laughs> can you like, so you live here? You live on, like they didn't even understand the concept of college. I mean, we were like so making cute. a tour of them. It was really weird, but now you pizza every day by TikTok dancers. Yeah, and I'm glad that didn't exist when I was in college. <laughs> oh no. I, true story. Uh, when I was in college, I was a tour guide for St. Cloud State University. Oh uh, yes. And I, uh, I also, I know the my walk, walking backwards game is on point up and downstairs. I was gonna say it's the yeah. downstairs. That... How many times I fell downstairs? <laughs> Only once. Pretty good. good. Yeah, but you're going to talk about like, is this because like the parents would be like, well, I heard. What did you hear? What did you hear? Yeah. Oh, no. Where did he go? (laughs) Is it the thunderstorms? No. I think so. I think we lost him to the thunderstorm. (laughs) Oh, no. It's a flash of bright white light, and Matt's just gone. I'll take over for him. So I was really good at my job. And I was very good at walking backwards, and people. My my rate of enrollment was like eighty five percent. Because that's how good you were at your job. You weren't often required to walk backwards, but you still had a part of your skill set. Oh, I was pretending to be Matt. I have no idea how many people <laughs> oh. actually ended up coming to the school. I'm glad they didn't keep those. I'm I'm sure they kept those statistics somewhere, but I never asked to see them. So. <laughs> I already oh, know yeah. what I I. <laughs> I already know I'm good at my job. I don't need numbers and data sheets to tell me. I was like, did you ever have any like annoying parents? Like, yeah, constantly. There were helicopter parents. Oh yeah. There were ones who like the kids, I would try my best to engage mostly with the students. Um, But there were some that would not say a thing and their parents were just (laughs) (laughs) like, you're you're either not going to do well here at all, or you're going to be the biggest party animal on campus. There's only two directions for that. Very concerning. Yes. Um, Oh my God. (laughs) 
it's just like because you you need to try to like they would pick tour guides based on like what the student was interested in so i very much got like art and band kids and like the cool kids and drama kids yeah you know all those and like anytime someone came in like okay so uh kevin's here he's he plays football and he wants to be a math major i'd be like (laughs) What do I even do with that person? No, and there and there'll be times I'm the only one left and I'd have to like go show Kevin the athletic center and so Kevin, yeah. here's where you're gonna get all your gains, bro. <laughs> yeah. This building is your temple. <laughs> Much like a your very, body. very very large athletic complex, luckily. So I just walk slowly through it and like spread out the one hour to her. <laughs> you really need to see the library, Kevin. How much time are you going to spend in the chapel, Kevin? <laughs> no chapel, no library, just chapel old is, gym. Chapel's mm. not required here, Kevin. Don't tell your mom that. The gym is a spiritual place for me, okay? <laughs> Here's my chapel. So Matt's just gone. We just do the rest of the podcast without him. Yeah, you can keep going God. through your notes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll go next. You're in so control. This is going to be... <laughs> I needed extra money in college, so I got a, like a townie job in town at the local grocery store there, Family Fresh Market. Family Fresh Ooh, Market in St. Peter. St. Peter. Um, then after college, I could not land a job in the communications field, so I went to the theater. <laughs> and I work, I'm still working at the movie theater. Right now, it's like my side gig, part-time job, but I full-timed it when I lived Still can't get away. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'll be honest. They hired me with no management experience whatsoever. It was a five-minute interview. My boss was literally like, I think you seem cool. Yeah, pretty much. It was like you you seem competent and you can, you know, you've got a degree, you'll do great. And he is the best boss I've ever had. And I've followed him. Like I moved to the cities when he switched um, to a different location. And so now I'm working for him still, but just at a different location. So uh, he's part of the reason I'm still there is definitely having a good boss makes all the difference. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah, then I landed a gig also, <laughs> landed a gig, working at a, um, a natural foods co-op in the I got booked so, at a natural foods co-op. Yeah. <laughs> that job was uh, surprisingly hard to get. A lot of people in the cities and hipsters and stuff and vegans and all of them, they want to work at the food co-ops. Uh, it's a union job, so it paid pretty decently, but I was like, I'm so sick of working at grocery stores, I need to leave. And so I left there and got a job at a photo printing lab here in the Twin Cities. And that's my full-time job right now, which is, I don't want to, it's not like a phone bank, but I do customer service exclusively over the phone or email or chat. So that's for the photo lab, job. for the photo lab. Yep. We, we have clients. We have clients all across the U.S. Like it's a pretty. Well, yeah, my dad is a, a retired photographer and the uh actual photo labs used to be everywhere and now they are few and far between yeah and we're full and digital too like people will call and be like i have these negatives i need scan like we don't even do that so oh you guys don't even handle film anymore oh mm-hmm. man yeah that's even more difficult that is yeah but we're yeah, pretty my... big in the digital printing world like so do you do all the retouching and stuff in-house so that photographers don't have to do that or you just exclusively print 
We are mainly uh, a custom printing lab. So we will, for the most part, just print anything people send us. Gotcha. Usually they're already edited. Um, and we have a lot of really big photographers we work with um, who spend like thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars with us. And we have little tiny like side gig hobbyist photographers who don't know the difference between like a JPEG and a TIFF. So like, <laughs> we have the whole range All of all those we, professional photographers. Yeah, uh, the ones who like buy a camera and think that, yeah. Yep. And, and we'll have people call and be like, hi, I have my son. I have his senior photos and someone told I me to print good pictures no they'll be from a photographer and they'll try oh. to open it like you have to have an account with us it's we're not like a commercial business right. where you can just send off your pictures and so, we aren't walgreens yeah but we do better than no offense walgreens but like we do better yeah. work so i get it and i'll try to make it work for you but <laughs> um so yeah that's kind of my resume in a very large nutshell but right now at the photo printing lab and at the theater and then my side, my side gig, my other side gig as being an illustrator artist. So, what's the <laughs> strangest artist commission you've ever had to do as a, mm. as an illustrator? There's this podcast for this guy from St. <laughs> Cloud and a guy from Mankato, and they talk He's to people back. about. He's back. That was really that was a really great like comeback entrance. Honestly, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, weirdest thing I've had to draw. Yeah. I write all of them down, to be honest. So I'm <laughs> probably this podcast, to be honest. Yeah, uh, I got Strauss is waiters. What? Um, I draw a lot of pets. So, I mean, that's not really weird. Let me see. Oh, okay. I did like a really, um, really a flash, a flash sale once when my tire blew out and um, someone wanted me to do a picture of their roller derby name and their derby name was roadkill bambi nice <laughs> so i had to draw a dead deer wearing roller skates i did that i don't it didn't turn out very well but <laughs> i did it were they happy with it oh yeah i, I mean they said they there were but who knows <laughs> like, she only paid 20 bucks for it so i don't think it really matters if she liked it or not <laughs> But yeah, sorry, Matt, you missed most of my resume. That's okay. And Mother Nature didn't want me to hear it. I guess I'll have to listen back when I listen back to the podcast later. Um, so I know you've worked in, uh, you worked for movie theaters. Yes. So, and I know, like, if I, if I remember correctly from our, 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 our friendship that you've, you, you've worked for, like, both, like, corporate, like, like regular, like, like, megaplexes. And you've also, have you also worked for Art House? Is that correct? Or am I completely off base with that? completely off base but um, Jalen edit that out <laughs> um so it's just been it's just been like the regular it's just been bleep that bleep. But, um, <laughs> one theater two separate locations fair enough okay um so while working for these movie theaters you've had to have seen some pretty interesting shit I mean in terms of like people maybe trying to get in like I, I don't know like I, I I have to I have to know did like you know? I, I at the beginning I made the joke about the two kids in the trench coat, uh, like trying to get in to watch like a rated R movie or anything like that. But like you know, that's old school slapstick comedy. Uh, my actually my um my cousin and his daughter 
did do that one time at their local theater. I didn't work there, but they told me about it and took pictures <laughs> where he wore he wore a big trench coat and she sat on his shoulders and wore a hat. And obviously like that doesn't really work, but they went in and they actually let him in for free. <laughs> just for the creativity. <laughs> yeah, they just thought it was so funny. Or they just bought one ticket, one adult ticket and didn't charge for the child. So <laughs> that it was pretty cute. But um I yeah, no, people try to sneak in like constantly it was worse at the first location I worked at um than it is now but um I know every trick in the book like at this point if if you successfully sneak in I have let you like you've just, earned it <laughs> yeah if, if you yeah you've earned it or I know you're doing it and I just really don't care in the moment like there's too much other <laughs> shit going on so um but yeah I've I've got a lot of stories is there anything in particular you want to know about I guess no I mean just just ones that stick out to you in your mind oh man well I told you that I had a good one from the other day yeah go ahead you know, go that one. COVID's exciting and whatnot um so I had a very good Karen experience uh, a couple weeks ago love it um we just recently reopened because we were closed for several months obviously with the pandemic and uh, we've got the restriction, you know, there's a mandate, you got to wear a mask, but we've been told specifically by corporate that like, if people say they have me- like medical exemptions and things, just let them in um, technically because we sell food and beverages and that's where we get most of our revenue, honestly, like they can take off their mask when they're eating and drinking. So we can't really regulate it when they're sitting in the theater, they're supposed to technically keep it on. But when they're in the lobby and the um, hallways and coming in to the theater, we ask if they wear it. Uh, so after a movie, a lady came up and she was not wearing a mask. She came right up to box office where I was working and she started saying, she's like, I, I need a refund. And I was like, okay, thank you. I can do that for you. Um, do you mind putting your mask on? And she's like, no, I'm exempt. Just right off the bat. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> Good. Okay. Um, so what, like, why did you need a refund? Um, and she's like, the movie's really bad. And I said, okay, yeah. What movie is it? Took her ticket. Um, and we have a policy where if you're like a half hour or so into a movie or less, we can switch you to a different movie or refund if you just absolutely hate it or if it's like too scary for a kid, mm-hmm. something like that, which is reasonable, I think. Uh, but I look at her ticket and look at the showtime and I'm like, this movie just ended. <laughs> she was like, yeah, it was terrible. The man is a masochist. Like, I just cannot believe that they would make a movie like that. It was horrible I'm like okay I'm sorry you didn't enjoy it but I can't refund your ticket after the movie's already ended and you've watched the entire thing and she was like I didn't know about that policy (laughs) (laughs) it's not something we like have written out (laughs) it's just kind of I mean it's understood within (laughs) the culture exactly it's like I was so like baffled that I just like stared at her for a minute I'm like I, she's like, let me speak with your manager. And I got to pull the like, well, I am the manager. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, the Power thing move. is, one of like my operations manager was there working, but I'm not going to call her out to deal with this situation when I know full well, like we can't refund your ticket. And it was a Tuesday, which is we have $5 movies on Tuesday. Come on. Like, I'm not going to give you a pass to come back to a full price movie because you didn't like it's just not a thing like you can go onto our website and they'll say no refunds will be issued after the start of the movie like literally says that on our website I looked it up afterwards but she just kept drilling me about who's your manager let me talk to your manager and my general manager was at home I'm like I'm not gonna call him about this I'm sorry ma'am like you can call him tomorrow here's our theater's number 
mm-hmm. kept asking me for my name and just like, this is terrible customer service. It's $5. You're going to really lose me. I'm going to tell all of my friends about this. I'm going to tell everyone <laughs> in my family about this. You're going to lose so much business over $5. And I'm like, I'm really sorry you didn't like the movie. <laughs> Which I, movie? Um, oh my God. The one with Russell Crowe. Well, there we go. He is a masochist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, don't buy a Russell Crowe movie. Yeah. The, one, the, the road rage one that just came out. I don't even freaking know what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. I read a like, review on it or something. I don't think mm-hmm. a Karen would like that movie very much. No, but she bought a ticket for it. But there's it's slim pickings right now. Everything's getting pushed back. I mean, so it was either that or New Mutants. And uh... that was, yeah, that was pretty much it. Well, <laughs> I don't think Tenet had come out yet. Maybe. Hmm. But everyone's already seen it, so I'm like, what else is going on besides Tenant? <laughs> We've been playing Hocus Pocus. We can go see that. There you <laughs> go. But, you know uh, what you're getting into with that one. Yeah. She never called, to my knowledge, never called back to demand right. to see. I even texted my boss just to like give him the heads up. I'm like, just you know, like this happened. <laughs> and he was like, Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> like, uh, it's just like I, I don't know. Would you would you go to like a theme park? go on a ride and then be like that was not fu- like that was a terrible roller coaster i want my money back like i didn't <laughs> like that roller coaster like how i get like going to a restaurant and taking a few bites of food and having it be like disgusting and asking for a refund but you don't finish your entire plate and then say mm, yeah it wasn't very good i want a refund like i'm sure you've dealt with that but <laughs> every uh every few weeks i get someone who eats the entire meal and then they're just like I mean, it was okay, but honestly, do you think I should? I don't think I should have to pay full price for that. I'm like, you, you, the plate is clean. Like, you didn't leave anything. You, and I came by five times because it's, it's COVID. There's not as many people. I have plenty of time, and you're, I'm with an eyesight because I'm mostly bartend. You had your opportunity to tell me you didn't like it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, like that's, and that's, does she not understand like rotten tomatoes exists? <laughs> I think like, you should get a countdown timer like in your theater, like time till you can't get your refund. It's just and in the just, corner of the yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah. But it's 30 minutes running down. Ma'am, you ran the light. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, had a, I had a couple come out of, I think it's called Infidel or something. And it's it was produced by like the same people that produced that like anti-Hillary documentary and like uh, the passion of the christ they have this new infidel movie about like an american that gets taken over by a terror or like it's kidnapped by terrorists and whatnot and all the white people in the suburbs are have been coming to it in droves oh like hell yeah and i had a, <laughs> a younger couple um that came out and it was i want to say it was probably closer to 40 minutes into the movie and they were like can we switch to a different movie? And it was funny because that other, that Karen situation had happened like the week earlier and I looked at their tickets, it's like 40 minutes in. I told her 30, but like they didn't like put up a stink and they asked to switch to a different movie. I'm like, absolutely. Like you catch more flies with honey than with vinegar, you know, even though technically you didn't fit into the 30 minute window. Like, absolutely. <laughs> Actually, I'm like sorry. A- the 30 minute clock on the end of the screen <laughs> left. So, like, well, you're kind of 10 minutes over if you include trailers so i'm gonna have to say no <laughs> actually okay we're gonna be all right with it you have to miss the first 10 minutes of a uh, tenant <laughs> yep. or you have to leave 10 minutes early infidel oh my god did you look it up <laughs> no 
Yeah. I'm just running through this scenario. That's like murder porn for conservatives. Oh, my oh, God. Totally. If you want to pull up the summary and just like read the snippet of it, the synopsis, it's no, all you I need have to. to know. Yeah. I think it's hostile, maybe. Infidel or are those both movies out right now? Hostel is an old m- m- murder porn. <laughs> okay. Eli, Eli Roth, Roth, baby. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> this God, is the synopsis. This? It's the brief. A desperate woman tries to save her husband after he's kidnapped and put on trial for espionage in Iran. Oh. Makes it uh, sound better than it is. Starring Unhinged. director, producer, screenplay, all the same person. Yep. Yes. And yes. Star- speaking of Passion of the Christ, starring Jim Caviezel. Jesus Christ himself. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that Russell Crowe movie is unhinged. Unhinged. Oh unhinged. yeah, he drives a truck. Yes. I know he drives a truck. He's driving the truck and he's mad at the lady. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally all I know about the movie. <laughs> so it's Same. a documentary. <laughs> It's just Russell Crowe angrily driving a truck. It's just him with a dash cam for yeah. an hour. <laughs> the budget was real low, but you gotta make the content. Just drunk and throwing phones at people. Yep. While driving in Australia. <laughs> I'd, I'd watch that. I'd yeah. watch that for sure. It was honestly the most bizarre Mad Max sequel that I ever saw, but here we are. Uh, but if you listen to Karen's review, she's a that's a no-go, but it kind of made me want to see it more, to be honest. Like, <laughs> she really hated that. I might love it. Just a, just a spite like it. Pretty much. That's kind of what I'm thinking. But yeah, I've had my fair share of just strange customer encounters. Um, you know, I was very excited moving away from working at grocery stores because it, it really is soul-sucking when you work in a place where people have to go have to get groceries it doesn't matter if you just got off a like 12 hour shift you know you got to go get food if you don't have it at home you, you see all walks of life at every point in life I understand when people come to the grocery store and they're pissed and upset about like the littlest things like their coupons expired I kind of get it because I have definitely been in the shoes of fuck I like have no money right now but like need food I get it but movie theaters I, when I started working there I was excited because People come to movie theaters when they have a little bit of extra money to go out. They're, it's their night or their day off. Like they're going to enjoy themselves. So typically people are in like a better mood, you'd think. But you'd be so surprised at how life ruining, <laughs> like upset customer like it can get. Like they're like I've ruined Christmas before. For <laughs> so, oh, do tell. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like so we're open. We're one of the one industries, one of the only industries that's open 365 days a year, except when there is a global pandemic. So I have worked every Christmas for the past four or five years, um, which has just kind of become a really sad tradition, but like an excitingly sad tradition. So, um, but there is one year, it might've been last year, actually, uh, we double sold seats. It was us. Like the woman came out, she was like, there are people in my seats. And we'd sold out like every seat to every show. And it's all automated. It's all a computer. Like, I didn't do anything. It was a computer. But let me see those tickets. And, like, the people came out. They were just pissed. Like, the one group who were actually in the seats were just kind of, like, confused. And then the one lady who came out to yell at me was, like, pissed off. And so I did what I like to do when people are really heated. And I was like, I'm going to go into the back and look up in the system 
when really like I'm just going to the back to get away from them for a minute and look at their tickets. So I had them both in my hands. I'm looking at them and they're like both Star Wars, both the same seat, both the same movie, both the same time. Her ticket was from like two days earlier. Like she had bought the wrong day. Oh. So like it was her bad. And she's like super pissed that we had double sold these seats and like everything on the ticket is exactly the same except the date. And so thank God there was actually like, what we didn't fuck up but like mm-hmm. it kind of felt bad going out there to be like hey I'm really sorry but it looks like you purchased tickets for the 23rd today's the 25th uh, I'm gonna have to let them go in um, yeah Christmas was ruined but she got <laughs> free I gave her some free tickets because that's good customer service more of that honey <laughs> yeah Pretty much. I mean, hope you got a time machine for Christmas this year because these tickets are worthless. I have. There has been a point where at one point I did wheel in an office chair because it was like an almost sold out movie and it was a compan like someone was in a wheelchair. So there was a wheelchair spot left because it was just an empty space and they had their friend with them and literally every seat was sold. And I'm like, okay, you can buy the other wheelchair spot and I'll put a freaking office chair in there for you. So I have done that. They were very nice. Be nice and we can make things happen, you know? So. What about sneaking food into the movie theater? Have you seen oh. Have you seen some bizarre shit? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, not bizarre, everything you'd think, like people putting it in their bags and just bringing bags in. Honestly, and I'm sure you've all heard this before from other movie theater workers, we really don't care unless you're being stupid or blatantly obvious about it like mm-hmm. so don't I bring see, a cooler <laughs> right. i had i had people walk in with like bags of chipotle once just walking in carrying <laughs> their bags of chipotle i'm like um excuse me like we sell food here oh yeah uh, someone came in the other day and they were like so um we just got takeout at a restaurant but they're not doing in-house seating and we have our movies in like a half hour is it okay if we just sit in the lobby and eat our food here and like we we have a full restaurant like we make food there it's there's like a restaurant <laughs> movie theater combo i'm like i'm sorry that's not really a good look <laughs> like we don't allow it in the theater why would we allow it blatantly in the lobby here Come you on. guys don't sell burrito bowls <laughs> and we really like the burrito bowls from chipotle and uh what someone wheels a keg in <laughs> bag of you guys don't sell kegs cups. of bud light what the hell i can't drink this keg inside the restaurant um so <laughs> yeah no i, I thought really, this was america i don't care if people have gummy bears and fruit snacks in their in their purse for their kids i really don't care if people bring in like a soda that they have and like, I really don't care. Most people will buy popcorn. I think it's fine. Um, but the people that just come in like with it like shoved under their shirt and it's like falling out the bottom and they're just like, hey, like I don't know, just be smarter about it, I guess. Like, yeah, that's one caring. of those things where <laughs> if you can get it past me, you've earned it. Go ahead. I don't care. But there's one guy that brought in chicken wings. He was carrying like and I'd be the guy him. that would totally just be like, go on in. If you blatantly just walk up with like a whole rack of ribs and barbecue sauce on your face, I'm like, just for the nuts to have that, go, get in there, man. Go right I in. I get that. I appreciate it. But I don't know. There's, 
you cut the rib, you cut the full <laughs> rack in half, Nathan, and then you put it in in tin foil, and then you put it in a coat. Done. Yeah, easy. <laughs> Stick it in your front pocket. Um, no, chicken wing guy though is quite entertaining because it was a really busy night and he brought in chicken wings and he had like a red hot a whole bottle of red hot sauce and <laughs> oh, I, man. we were like me and one of the other managers were like hey i'm sorry you gotta put that back out in your car like you don't allow outside food and drink in here and he's like i don't have a car i biked here and i was like okay i'm sorry you're gonna have to like put it somewhere or get rid of it you can't bring it in and he just like walked over to the um, garbage can and just angrily started eating in the eye and threw his whole bottle of red hot in the garbage can it's <laughs> like, a power move <laughs> i i honestly would have been like if you want like there have been times where people will bring stuff in and um we're not supposed to do it anymore like it, it got like we can't hold things for people anymore, especially if it's like bags of stuff. But like, I've let people put things behind box office and like hold stuff up there, which whatever, but we're not supposed to do that anymore. Can you watch my baby while the movie's going? Just, just can you watch this for a minute? <laughs> oh, I we couldn't afford to sit. You guys do that, right? Well, either that <laughs> or put it in the trash, apparently. So people... I mean... <laughs> angrily. <laughs> so, I'm throwing out a perfectly that. good baby. You ruined Christmas. Staring you right in the eye, just throwing away the baby. <laughs> Don't throw um, your bottle of Frank's Red Hot and my baby's in there. <laughs> gonna chill out there. I'm gonna I'm gonna dig it out of the garbage after the movie. Duh. Just hide it in a bush outside. I don't know. Like, <laughs> get, get creative, people. But um, we don't uh, just like spinning off of that. We don't allow. I think most theaters, no one under the age of six is allowed in rated R movies. Like even with a parent, we just do not allow it. Um, that one throws people off a lot. Like people will come with their like baby in a baby. I don't know what you call those little baby baskets. Baby carrier. <laughs> baby <Car> carrier. <seat. laughs> yeah, sure. They'll come with like this newborn baby and try to go to some fucking slasher film. And like, she's sleeping. She's just going to sleep through the whole thing. It's fine. It's like, it's only partly about that. The other part is like children have a tendency to cry and talk and yell. And, you know, people go to rated our movies, to, like usually not be around children. It's just like, we don't do it. And I've had people like scream at us and yeah, it's. My infant is really mature for its age though. <laughs> she handles the content really well. You'd be surprised. <laughs> He Honestly, loves Freddy Krueger. Loves my, my toddler loves the Annabelle series, okay? She just thinks it's a cute doll, okay? Everyone's happy. It's fine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She's hugging those people, honey. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I've also had to deal with, like, groups of, like, tweens, which are actually probably the scariest. Like, I've mm -hmm. had full-grown men yell and scream in my face and i can tell that story later too but nothing's more terrifying than like a group of 14 year olds <laughs> there's some overlap between that and the restaurant industry oh i bet they just like feed off of each other mm. they'll like <laughs> and i don't get it i don't know how to and it's i don't know what it is with me but i have a very hard time communicating with them because i'm no, like, at that age. yeah okay mate, okay I, I have literally walked up to groups and been like How's it hanging? <laughs> and they just start <laughs> laughing at me. And I'm just like, <laughs> like, did you really just say that? And then they'll just start like feeding off each other, ripping off each other and just like tearing me down. I don't even know what they're joking about, but suddenly I feel powerless. So <laughs> what's um, crack a lacking cool teens? Pretty pretty much. Like, what's shaking, y'all? <laughs> like oh, one time I said, 
<laughs> I just like throw myself under the bus here. But it's like, I don't want to have any beef with you guys. But millennial <laughs> <laughs> like, mama beef. <laughs> like, oh my god, just shoot me dead right now. Did, um, but did I that grandma it. just say beef? <laughs> Where's the beef? beef? <laughs> What's Dear Lord, so um, I stopped completely. Like, I will not talk to a group of like teenagers. I will always determine who the leader is and pull them aside. I'll be like, you and me, we're going to go talk right now. <laughs> pull them aside. And once you get them away from their, like, hype group, they become little tiny 14-year-olds again. And I'm just like, this is serious. I'm going to have to ask you to leave the building. And if you do not, I'm going to have to call the police. We're going to have to call your parents and it's going to be a whole thing. And like, that's when they get scared when they don't have their people like <laughs> just threatened to call the police. Oh, what are you going to call the cops? What were they doing? They're going to offer me some oh, beef um, later too. <laughs> we would have groups of teens who would just be loud in the movies. Like they, they would go to the movie and use it as like a social place rather than a sit and quietly watch a movie it's like they can't hang out at home so they come in droves to the theater on like the student nights or the five dollar tuesdays and just sit in the theater and chat and like you can't you can't do that no. some you know i'd sometimes be like hey it's okay to sit out in the hallway if you're respectful and you can hang out out there but don't do it in the theater when the movie's going on like people are paying money to see the movie so um yeah <laughs> it's just not a lot of that in the current place I'm at. Uh, the, the first theater was in like a college town and you know, lots of high schools. This one, I don't know. It's more just kind of rich, snooty old people for the most yeah. part. You know? Get angry, at, angry about the Russell Crowe movies. And yeah, yeah. They hate or Russell really Crow. hyped about terrorist movies. They're just like, yeah, they're coming to kill us mm -hmm. the mule did really well with you know any clint eastwood movie does really well in our oh yeah you guys oh the it. old people love clint eastwood grand dream that is the oh, only God. movie i have actually walked out of within the first five minutes of the movie <laughs> you would get a refund <laughs> i well luckily i don't have to oh we were talking about my perks earlier like i could just go to a movie and whenever like, so thank god i didn't have to pay for it but I think I have brought my lunch in, which I got from the theater. It was a theater food lunch. Sat Good down, ate my chicken strips, and was like, mm, I'm out of here. I would love <laughs> to reenact the first five minute clip for you if you want. No, 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 no. You no, don't no. want that? Okay. <laughs> good. That's a good choice. <laughs> it was just so poorly written and so pandering to old people. You know, this current generation doesn't get it like us God-fearing red, white, and blue-blooded Americans that are all over the age of 50. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the first line of the movie is him talking to a, um, a Latino man. No, oh. a, a Latino man, and he's just like, you still driving that taco wagon, Jose? Like, that's the first line of the movie. It's just like a racist old white man, and then... <laughs> right out of the gate <laughs> yeah, no like the first line of the whole movie my name is jason my fa i'm like third generation american and I'm, my family's from ecuador originally but i've never been there <laughs> <laughs> i'm a yeah. i'm a stockbroker what the fuck bro like clint eastwood basically wrote that movie just so he could say a bunch of racist things and be oh, a yeah. hero he's like the but, hero yeah. at the end yeah, he also he also did that movie just so he could sing the end theme song 
Did he does the same thing in Gran Torino. Yeah, Gran Torino. Yeah, in Gran Torino. Yeah, yeah. He just yeah. sings the end theme song, and it's just it's disturbing. <laughs> it, it goes for almost the whole credits of him just singing. I didn't make it to the credits, so I wouldn't know. No. There's a great movie that's out on Netflix right now with that Idris Elba is in. Mm-hmm. It, it's by by great. I mean, it's so horrible. It's it must be witnessed. Um, fuck, I can't remember the name of it. One of the guys from Game of Thrones is in it too. But at the end credits, Idris Elba sings the end credits song in that one too, and it's the most amazing song I've ever heard in my life. I got to figure out what this movie is. Idris Elba's like. Like his voice. Yeah, oh yeah, he's <laughs> People he Magazine just, sexiest man alive. Right. Yeah, yep. Versus versus a guy like who's ninety. Uh, he's had his time. It's yeah. no longer now. He was old in the nineteen seventies. What the fuck? Like. <laughs> so yeah, uh, old people are kind of you know at the theater. They love they love those movies. They are kind of the worst to deal with. But I've also had some very weird magical moments with old people at the theaters too i'm pretty sure i have ex- like met an old god <laughs> like just uh i don't know if you ever read that post i made like, like a year or two ago on facebook about it i can probably but i have a memory of a goal or can we only talk about awful experiences on this? <laughs> no, you can talk about positive ones okay that, that actually be a nice change oh well it was definitely a it was this experience that could have easily been like terrible in which I would have just rolled my eyes and been like what a what a dumb old guy but I I, I put a spin on it in my own head that made it a lot better so uh, I think I may just dramatically read my post because I found it before then <laughs> um, it's very well written if I do say so myself um, <laughs> okay this happened oh 2018 almost two years ago exactly October 17th Uh, So an old, fragile-looking man bought a ticket to Venom today. He seemed, in general, quite confused, timid, and bewildered about the process. Uh, I assumed he had dementia or something similar. I helped him pick his seat, got him his ticket, and pointed him to his theater. I watched as he entered the correct theater. All was well. After his movie, he came out and told me he had lost his wallet. I asked him if he had checked his seat and retraced his steps, bathroom, concessions, nothing. I had a very strong feeling that it was probably in his pocket, and I urged him to double check as we went in with flashlights to search his seats more thoroughly for him. Again, nothing. Concessions, bathroom, nothing. He searched his pockets, taking everything out, gloves, glasses, rewards card, etc. as we pulled up and checked under damn near every seat in the ultra screen, still finding nothing. And as I walked back to box office to grab a pen to take his name and phone number in case it showed up, he finds his wallet in his pocket. Uh, so yeah, whatever. Hallelujah. I'm glad it's found. I asked him if he had a safe way home. <laughs> As I was legitimately concerned, he might get lost leaving the theater. And he said, oh yeah, I have my bike, which confused me as there was only one bike in the rack. And I saw some kids ride up on it earlier. So I watched him shuffle his way out of the theater and into the shrubs near the edge of our building. And a moment later, he pulled out a big three-wheeled trike rolled over all of our plants and rode off into the sunset. (laughs) I re-entered the building, walked through the lobby, and saw his wallet laying on the ground. (laughs) Uh, So yes, (laughs) that was an experience. I ended up calling, like looking up his phone number through his rewards card and called and left a message 
Um, he ended up calling back and immediately hung up because he thought he had the wrong number. So I called him again and he was like, oh yeah, my lady will come and pick it up later. <laughs> so, Ooh, he has a lady. Has a lady. Yeah, he does. Like, of course you do. But swag like that, how could you not? If so you drive swag. a three-wheel bicycle, you know you're getting laid. I mean, yeah. come on. That guy fucks. He does, for sure. I mean, with the help of Viagra, but see that guy fucks. <laughs> Which is another line in the mule <laughs> that made me leave the theater. He was selling his flowers at like a like a flower um, emporium. Like there was like a what's it called when there's a bunch exhibits and stuff. Like a bunch of people, a, a, an expo. It's a flower expo. He's a, he sells flowers, and he walks past this. Um, table where they're like everything's online like we'll ship your flowers just order it online and we'll ship them to you and he's like <laughs> and he goes over <laughs> to his own booth and he's giving out like free flower samples and all these people come rushing like old people come rushing up to him and he's like i'm not giving out free viagra samples <laughs> or something <laughs> so pandering all the like, jokes so pandering <laughs> okay so if you want to check out the idris elba movie it's on okay. netflix it's called the take but uh, what's interesting about it, its real title is Bastille Day, and they changed it to the take for American audiences because most Americans aren't aware of aren't aware of what Bastille Day is because the movie is set in Paris. Well, well people can learn. Right? Are we really yeah. that dumb? Oh, they yeah. think we're really that. We are that we dumb. We are, but we, we are. Americans would just think they're like, man, <laughs> you that's... Just, you're coming to this horrible realization about <laughs> Americans in general. <laughs> I'm in a dark place now, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Americans would just be like, Bastille? I didn't really like that band. Oh, my God, Bastille. <laughs> God. Like that's like some of the plays on like Cities '97, man. I don't like those guys. That's like that's some dad rock. Why am I gonna listen to those guys? Why do they get a whole movie or a day to them? So you were talking about how you got yelled at in the face, in your oh face by God. by some by some aggro aggro dudes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we stuff. still we still call that the great towing fiasco Ooh. of like 2017. It was not pretty, and my boss to this day, I. I I will refer to that and be like, remember when you did this and this happened? Like it, it's forever burned into my memory. Don't bring it up again. <laughs> uh, so it was like winter time in Minnesota and credit did need to get repainted so that the lines could show up a little bit better, but the lines were still there and they're still visible. And this was after some melting had happened. So you could see the lines in the parking lot. Couple people came up to me after their movie and were like, hey, we're like double parked in. Like someone is parked in front of us and someone's parked behind us, like we can't get out. And we got into the parking lot and there's lo and behold about six vehicles all triple parked. And so the people coming out of their movies like couldn't, literally couldn't get out. And it was like a really busy Friday or Tuesday night. And I asked my boss, like, what should we do? Like, we can't just tell them to wait. We can't go. We had 13 screens. We can't go into every single screen. Maybe more than that. How many does Spark would have? I can't even remember. Like 17. 17. Yeah, 17. And we can't go in and stop every single movie and ask people, hey, do you know if you're maybe triple parked? Like, I don't think people purposely did it, but they did it. Like, anyway. 
So he's like, well, call a tow truck, like call a tow towing company and just get, get them out of there. There's six of them. They're illegally parked. I'm like, that's going to be fun when they come out of their movie and don't have their cars there. He's just like, whatever, just do it. And so we did that. We called the towing company, towed those six vehicles, and then we waited. And then my boss left for the night. And so (laughs) (laughs) it was me and one other assistant manager who is a a young gentleman about my age. Um, Just both of us, just in our early, early 20s, having a good time at work, just waiting for the storm. And the first one came out and it was a young woman who's like, my car is gone. I don't, and I'm like, yeah, um, were you parked over on the like east side? And she's like, yeah. And like, Unfortunately, you were triple parked and we had to tow it. And she just started crying. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I start giving out the information of like the tow company that took the vehicles. And she just like left crying. And I'm like, okay, that wasn't too bad. Like hopefully they're all like that. <laughs> no, this is easy. Just make them cry and they go away. Yeah. <laughs> Deal with that, right? Um, yeah. Then a younger man and his like girlfriend came up and he was like where's my car my car is gone and he was like what the fuck like just started yelling at us but not like to a to the degree it got to just started kind of being annoyed I mean like you can't do that like what the hell why would you do that why wouldn't you just move them to a different part of the and I'm like well then we would have to pay for it but you're the one that I I parked there and there was only one car there like it was the other people that triple parked and I'm like well you didn't park in lines like we have pictures of it and so it was just the whole thing and then other people started coming out and realizing that they had been towed too Mm -hmm. and there was like a man and his adult son that just took it to another level they were so pissed they started yelling at us saying that they wanted us to give them money right now they're like we called the towing company it's going to cost two hundred dollars to get our car up give me the money right now and i'm like i cannot give you money sir like you can call and talk to my boss tomorrow and maybe he can do something about it but like i can't just go into the safe and take money out and they were like screaming in my face my assistant manager like the younger um son who is about our age started being like oh you think you're so cool and tough because you have this manager job and you can just do things like that how many dicks did you suck to get this position dude and like started making all these like like homophobic like slurs to my very like quiet and straight coworker. like I have no idea where it came from it's not like he was sounds like he was projecting I yeah it was the most bizarre thing I had to call the police like I there was nothing else that could be done. Like I had to have police officers come and literally say to this group of this mob of people, they are just assistant managers. They cannot do anything. Take your information, go home, call in the morning. And I'm just like, oh my God. And I, I texted my boss and I was like, this has been the worst night of my life. And you're the one that made this decision and left us here. And we told them we couldn't give them money back are you gonna like refund all their money and he was like no 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 i'm not and i'm like okay you better stick to your guns on this decision because we've had to deal also, with the you repercussions. be here when they <sighs> right? come back the next day um right. he ended up reimbursing all of them so <laughs> like for the towing yep what yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was so pissed. I was like, why did you just, why didn't you just move their cars? <laughs> like, to, yeah. you know, we would have had to pay for it that way, but we ended up paying for it anyway. And we would have completely avoided all this vitriol. <laughs> like, just, so yeah. He, he reimbursed them, but sons. 
he did reimburse them, but he he paid them in popcorn. So I think I think you know. The, How many dicks did you right. have to suck to get this assistant manager position? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, he said that to my coworker. I don't know if you heard it earlier, but I just repeated it now because it was so baffling. Like, what? How many dicks was he wearing? Camo and orange snow pants. Like or that's just what I t-shirt. see. He for sure. He for sure had a baseball cap on. Sorry, Nathan. <laughs> surprise wear, it was nate I wear, <laughs> the adult I wear son hat. i wear a hat on video because i'm vain and don't want you to see how greasy and messy my hair is from laying around doing nothing all day fair thank you for sparing us <laughs> So yeah, the, the older, the dad was like, I'm a business owner and this is a terrible business decision. I'm like, I understand you're mad, dude. I get it. I literally can't do anything about it right now. So just, just leave. I don't, like, just go away. Uh, so yeah, that's that was one of the worst nights. That was the incident. That was the incident that gets referred to a lot. And there have been times where even like last winter, someone was like, I'm triple parked. And I'm like, like, I have like PTSD from it. I like I'm like I'm gonna pass this off to someone else because I can't deal with this right now. <laughs> like I'm sorry, you're gonna have to wait. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to push that car out of the way. Like I, I can't help you right now. <laughs> what I'm gonna just do. hear the words triple parked and you just pass out and fall over. <laughs> the horrible hypnotic awesome. trigger. So what Honestly. I can do is I can get you tickets to trolls. I, I'll get you Would free you tickets like to... to see another movie. Yeah, trolls world tour. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to do you want to watch Star Wars? I'll get you some. T- I know that we double book tickets, but you know, and I can I can seat you in the aisles. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get, roll a, a I'll chair get an office the- chair for you. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I wrote down the great tow truck fiasco. I'm gonna cross it off. We discussed there you go. it. <laughs> Love that. Um. So you know, I obviously I was I was, I was missing for about a good. 10 minutes of the podcast um so some is there any other stories from some of your other jobs that you want to talk about anything that sticks out anything that really kind of no everything weird has happened at the theater it's like another dimension honestly um everything shitty that happens at like grocery stores is pretty much the same kind of shit you'd probably have to deal with at a restaurant involving food stuff um i've had weird men hit on me for no particular reason like, and you can't leave. Like, you're just stuck there. You can't just be like, I'm going to go so do something else. Like, I'm a cashier. I'm I haven't there. given you my money yet. You have to sit here and take my abuse. So basically, you're, you're saying you're a woman. <laughs> One guy was like, you 18? That's just the first thing he said to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was, it was, I was alone because it was like 1030 at night, like a half hour before close. I worked at the front, like customer service desk where there's like cigarettes and lottery tickets and stuff so <laughs> i'm used to like all different the kinds of people yeah of you know mm-hmm. um but yeah he comes up and i'm the only one up there everyone else who's working is like in the back stocking and stuff he just walks up he's like you 18 <laughs> like <laughs> hey, hello I'm, I'm, I'm gonna catch one charge tonight i don't want it to be two yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like <laughs> the best opening line i've ever heard thank you sir and we lived happily ever after. <laughs> so we're getting married. That man was Russell Crowe. <laughs> I got in his uh, truck and then he got really angry with me. It towed it. He's yeah, triple parked. He asked the assistant manager how many dicks he sucked to get his job. 
Does the kid think that's how you get a job? And he was really asking, but like, how many did you suck? I actually need to know. I have an interview coming up. (laughs) Yeah, like, is it two, five, (laughs) Baker's dozen? Do you get to spread them out or does it have to be in a row? (laughs) Installments. Is there just a room full of men wearing masks? Kind of masks? like how signing bonuses work. You get half of it now and then the other half six months in. Yep. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm um, I'm a lot uh, more mentally stable working in a job where I do customer service just over the phone and like through email. Uh, it's actually really therapeutic to just be able to roll your eyes sometimes. Like, I cannot stress this enough. If you have worked in customer service and you're like good at it and you've been doing it for years and years, but you are so completely burned out of working in the food industry, anything like that, like don't, don't sleep on like a telemarketing or phone bank kind of job. Um, I wouldn't consider myself like working at a phone bank because it's a pretty small team. There's only like 10 of us and it's a small company. Uh, But just, just being able to like roll your eyes. It's just, it's like a weight off your shoulders. Like they don't have to see it. They don't have to know I did it, but I did it and it feels good. (laughs) Hit your mute button and audibly say, fuck you. (laughs) I can't tell you how many times I've been like, I'm just going to push on a brief hold if you don't mind. I need to check in with something and then hold and just like to your coworker. What the? what does she why would she ask that like i have an f-bomb like crocheted little uh like thing it's like we'll say a little bomb and we'll toss that to each other sometimes if i can tell someone's having a particularly rough conversation i'll just like toss them the f-bomb like it's fun (laughs) oh cute (laughs) is there anything else that that that, any other stories that kind of stand out from your, your your illustrious customer service career Mackenzie? oh man um we had a missing teen once that ended up turning into a fight in the lobby. I don't know if you want to hear that. that. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes. There was one day um, a woman called and she was like, hey, no, she came in. She's like, my daughter didn't come out of her movie. Like my three kids went into a movie. My daughter left the movie at some point. She didn't want to see the movie. We think she might've gone into a different movie, but she didn't come back. Um, <laughs> she was very chill about it. So like, I didn't, typically if there's like a missing child, you kind of sound the alarms, right? But she was like, she's probably just in another movie. She didn't really want to see the one her, her siblings went to. So um, do you think you can just go check the theaters? I like, gave me the description. I was like, sure, it's kind of dark in there. She's like, don't don't stop the movie. Don't turn on the lights. Just if you could just kind of like look around. I'm like, okay, we'll do that. So we went to every theater, looked for her. I'm like, it's still kind of dark. She might be in there, but we didn't see her. We'll just, she's there like, okay, well, we'll just kind of wait and see if she comes out of a movie. Again, 17 screens. And I was like, are you sure you don't want us to like stop the movie, turn the lights on, make an announcement? And they're like, no, 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 no. It's fine. They were like certain she was there. We waited for every single movie to come out and waited for every single person to leave the building. She wasn't in any of the theaters. And I was like, okay, I think at this point we should probably call the police. And they were like, okay, yeah, that's a good idea. They <laughs> so, know me. We were, I, I just saw the cops a few weeks ago when we had to tow some people. <laughs> they're a third park, but they're really nice. I'm not nice. kidding you. The, it's usually a, it was usually a female, the same female officer. And like, she knew me by name because like, I'd have to call so many random times for things. And so, yeah, she came and she literally looked at me. She was like, it's been like an hour and a half since this child was like noted missing. Why didn't you call us sooner? And I'm like, I seriously, 
the parents were not concerned. They told us not, like, they were so chill about it. They told us not to, like, sound the alarm. And <laughs> they're like, she's like, okay, okay. At this point, it was, like, towards closing time. And they're like, we're going to need to see some footage, like the cameras. And only my boss has like the password and access to it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to call my boss. He lives in Otsego, you know, from Waite Park. And he's not going to be super stoked, but I'll tell him. She's like, yeah, we need to see it. Like it's a missing child. So I call my <laughs> boss and I'm like, hey, so the police are here because there's a missing child. Uh, we need you to come in and um, so they can look at the footage. And he was like, can you just give them the theater number can I just come tomorrow morning and I was like <laughs> can I just deal with this in the morning I love this dude but I was like there's a missing child <laughs> you, have, you have to come in like and he was like really and I'm like talk to the officer <laughs> she was like sir I don't think you understand like he was so like out of it and just tired and so many times we called him about things and he would just be like, just tell him to call me back in the morning. <laughs> and I'm like, he didn't understand the severity of the situation. So uh, yeah, they ended up getting bloodhounds to come and like sniff the theater and like try to track her down. Um, we looked through the footage for a while. They had cops searching all the theaters. Um, and during this process, a fight broke out in the lobby amongst a completely separate group of teenagers there may have been others that had come to the theater that knew this other girl and somehow a scuffle happened. There was hair ripping and luckily the cops were already there to like get in the middle of that. <laughs> so there's like two whole different, there's this missing girl situation. Then there's this like fight between teenagers happening. And I'm just like, I'll take this over the towing fiasco. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually they found footage of her walking out of the theater she like runs into these people who like there's no audio but you can tell she like knows them and kind of ended up leaving with them um it ended up being like a friend and she just like didn't tell her parents and I was just like someone's grounded so they found her eventually the cops called the next morning to let us know that she had been found at just like a friend's house so luckily like, it didn't they left terribly. the property it's out of my hands god but yeah they brought dogs like yeah it was serious would you say those teenagers fighting had beef oh they had some major beef but i didn't ask him about it this time. <laughs> <laughs> like, those those were repeat offenders like it was like the same group of kids would come in every week and just cause problems so i was like they were they were grounded after that like their dad came and was like they're not coming back here for a while I'm like thank you sir thank you <laughs> like there was hair on the floor. Like they pulled each other's hair out. It was nasty. And I, just all that weird shit happened in the theater. No doubt. <laughs> Thanks for that. So uh, <laughs> we don't just exist on this podcast to, to, to get the stories. Uh, we also on this podcast uh, are here to battle the scourge that is known as Karen. Oh, God. Uh, but we always like to ask our guests first, um, mm -hmm. how would you define a Karen? <sighs> I would say a Karen is somebody, you know, typically we think of females, but I, men can be Karens. I don't know. Is there like a word for a male Karen? We, um, we call them Kirins. Kirins. Oh, the only Karen I know is like a punk ass Antifa awesome dude who like is starting a <laughs> he's <laughs> he's starting um 
a union. Like he's yep. the coolest dude. He's the most anti-Karen. Yeah. <laughs> that is pretty just... anti-Karen. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we pretty I can't much get just a letter for Kyle's. Him. Kyle's. We get a lot. A lot of people just okay. start, like to call him Kyle's. Okay. Um, yeah. I would say that there are people that are very entitled and feel like they're owed something always like they don't have to they don't have to treat people nicely they should just because they are there physically and giving you their attention time or money we need to bow to their every whim that's 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 pretty good definition i like that um well each and every week uh we have a segment where we scour different uh uh, yelp reviews google reviews facebook um sometimes insanely racist tweets or sometimes we just find like even handwritten notes. Uh, and that segment is called the Karen of the week. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my God, Karen. 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 Karen. I'm your each and every week, I test my friendship with Third Mike and uh, Karen of the Week voice actor uh, Rebecca Wilson by subjecting her to some of the most wor- some of the worst things you can find online. Uh, so have at it, Rebecca. Please park with your ass and hanging out more. You piss everyone off when they think there is an open spot, and your tiny ass car is parked in that spot. Thank you. Love everyone that drives. <laughs> that was a handwritten note found on somebody's vehicle who happened to drive a compact car. Somebody took I the get time. It, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Like, I read it and I'm like, it's Karen, but I've done that. So I'm, I'm oh, just like, ah. Yeah. I've had that energy inside of my body, but I'm not going to put it, I'm not going to take the, it's it's the extra step of actually like acting on that thought and energy that makes you a Karen. It's putting it into the physical world. And she did a little heart instead of wrote love. It was a heart and it's (laughs) on a napkin, probably either Chipotle. Uh, It looks like a Chipotle napkin by the (laughs) Honestly, if they keyed it, if they keyed it into their car, I would be more okay with it. Yeah. Just take it to that level. Extreme Karen. Well, it's more about just the fact that they wrote the note in the first place. Just be mad. Just be upset that someone just does like you know. Like, ah, darn it! I hate it when that happens. Yeah, but like the fact that you you took the time to under the windshield or on their windshield, so they. Sorry, I just lost lost you there, Matt. Yep. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Well, it's my internet. Oh, your internet. It's yeah. okay. I said it earlier, so you don't have to repeat it, Matt. <laughs> Hello? Can you hear me now? <laughs> yep, I got you. I got you. You were so still. You were so still, Matt. That was so still. We thought she shocked you with her quip. Yeah. I was like, did I just do an oopsie? Yeah. <laughs> we like oopsies. That's all right. That's... This, this podcast wouldn't exist without oopsies. Um, yeah. So, and, and I'll honestly, honestly, I've, we've had some really, some really awful Karens lately. So to, to, we, we needed, we needed a lighter Karen. So we had that one. So, you know, you know, but yeah, like, uh, it's such a weird place to like test where you stand, like morally and how you value things in this world. Like I'm all about for like efficient use of energy and, 
and, and doing things to, to help the environment and have lower carbon emissions. And then you see a Vespa parked in a, a car spot. And you're like, son of you idiot. I hate you. <laughs> no, your carbon footprint is so much lower than mine. I got to experience an entirely different breed of Karens when I worked at the co-op because Ooh. they're like Ooh. the liberal eco-conscious Karens. Yeah. That are like, <laughs> Why are you breeds. using canola oil in your buffet food? Do you, do you know what canola oil is doing to the environment? And like, I get it. And like, I appreciate the, the care and concern, but holy crap, like pick your battles. Like those are the kind of Karens. They're like evolved like Karen's it's those were fun oh just because you're just because I agree with your politics doesn't mean you can't be a Karen (laughs) oh yeah um no like the the whole parking the worst thing I think about with parking is I've seen like bicycles straight up bicycles people parking bicycles in in car spots like no like that I I've okay what is worse it is a bicycle and you're conceding to that, that's on you. That's I on would you. get out of my car, pick up the bicycle, and go put it on the damn sidewalk and park my car. Hell yeah. I think bicyclists have been getting a little too comfortable on, on car places. <laughs> on car places. On yeah. car I places. have experienced like motorcyclists and like scooters parking yeah. in bike spots. What is worse? Ooh. Because well, you can't, I'm just saying from what you can do personally to solve the problem, you're right. I can't pick up a scooter, can't pick up a motorcycle to oh, move it myself. No. Those <laughs> muscles are for show. <laughs> I could push it over. <laughs> I may not know you, but I'm pretty sure there are shirtless pictures of you on the internet. But you can't pick up a motorcycle? Around. Is that yeah. what you, you see that and that's what you expect? <laughs> Yes, I do. <laughs> I'm sorry to disappoint you. Wouldn't the world be a better place if only men who could pick up motorcycles were the ones that posted on the internet shirtless pictures? Yeah. <laughs> way less shirtless pictures that have to deal with. So, so <laughs> now, well, see, now the thing is, I've never tried to pick up a motorcycle. I might go try and do it sometime tomorrow. I was about to say, I'm like, this is now a challenge. You are going to hurt yourself. <laughs> I think you picked an auspicious time to try to lift motorcycles. That just happens to be when Minnesota is going to drop down to a high of 50. But, you know. Oh, they'll still be out there. Oh, yeah. No, those mo- those motorcycle Minnesota motorcyclists are crazy. There's not snow on the ground. They're out riding. This is true. I, uh, to, back to Mackenzie's question, I think actually it's still worse if a, like a bicyclist parks in a uh, 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 a car a car spot versus a uh, a motorcyclist parking in a bike spot. Hell yeah, I'm there too. Yeah, yeah? Hmm. I think we need to be like Europe where they just have like a, a a spot where Vespas and motorcycles and stuff can just park and like just have like a like a specific area for it. Most a lot of places there have that. It's true. They, I don't see that a lot here in the U.S. Yeah. Mm. Or we can all we can just push them all over like it's Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Either way, I'm all for it. Um. Sometimes in life, though, Mackenzie, we do have to ask ourselves the big questions like, gee, why did it fail? Oh, why did it fail? Why? 
GY Did It Fail is a segment we do each and every week on the podcast where we look at different restaurants, uh, we look at different uh, retail chains, um, and we we sometimes and sometimes it's just pr- products or promotions in this case, and we ask ourselves why do you think that didn't work out so well? Uh, and to the loyal listeners of the podcast, you know that we have an obsession with a certain roast beef restaurant. Sure do. Uh, named uh, lovingly referred to as Racks, which they're still. I still looked it up. I looked it up today, Nathan. Still, still good. Even with COVID, they're still making the it's roast a company beef. that does it right. Mm-hmm. But there's only there's only three locations after they were at, at, at one point thousands or at least hundreds uh, of locations across the country. Um, but we uh, a friend of mine sent this a listener and friend of mine sent this in uh, to us. And then I found the actual commercial. And I think this will actually help pinpoint why uh, the racks restaurant it's a, it's a commercial for racks. And I think okay. this might have been part of the downfall of uh, uh, why, why Racks uh, uh, may have failed as a restaurant. All right. Hello there. I'm Mr. Delicious. Did you know the value menu at Racks features lots of adult-sized delectables for only 99 cents? That's right, and that's fortunate. You see, Mr. Delicious is, well, a little overextended. Perhaps the Racks executives aren't paying him enough to compromise his integrity. On the other hand, you can't eat integrity, but you certainly can eat a hearty roast beef sandwich for 99 cents. Diggity D. Diggity D? Did that just end saying diggity D? I am rock hard. <laughs> it's the greatest thing I've ever heard. I don't know why this is being included in this segment whatsoever. Why that didn't sell millions of beef sandwiches. (laughs) Mr. Delicious. Mr. Delicious does a quagmire giggity giggity at the end. There's (laughs) at least six double entendre throughout that entire commercial. It's all about the meat, baby. I love the fact he calls out the executives in the commercial. Like, maybe they're not paying me enough. (laughs) It's trying to be meta, but like it's not. I no, <laughs> I actually think the guy, the voice actor, is like, I'm just gonna throw this in, and see if they if they edit it out. I'm not gonna do another take. <laughs> I've worked with the Groundlings. <laughs> <laughs> he's a level. He's level four on the uh, Upright Citizens Brigade. <laughs> he wishes, dude. <laughs> level two. <laughs> Auditioning for three. I still have to work the box office, though. I'm going to make the touring troupe this year. Oh, God. I'm going to be on the cruise. <laughs> I zoned out for, like, the first 10 to 20 seconds of that, so I, I have nothing to continue <laughs> other than it, like, put me in some sort of trance where I didn't, like, I heard the whole thing, but I don't remember any of it. Play so. it again. <laughs> yeah, play it again, again. Jalen. Again. Again. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I can play that again. Peanuts. Hello there. I'm Mr. Hello. Delicious. Did you know the value menu at Racks features lots of adult-sized delectables for only 99 cents? That's right, and that's fortunate. You see, Mr. Delicious is, well, a little overextended. Perhaps the Racks executives aren't paying him enough to compromise his integrity. On the other hand, you can't eat integrity, but you certainly can eat a hearty roast beef sandwich for 99 cents. Tickety-dee. Tickety-dee. 
What year was this put out? Yesterday. That's their new. That's why. That's why they're only three locations. Their comeback ad, baby. This is like actually yesterday. No. Like shitting me. Like this sounded like it was from the seventies. Actually, it was from like the late eighties. Okay. Diggity D, baby. Diggity D. Adult size. Adult size portion. And you Maybe I'm a little integrity. overextended. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Maybe he's just a poor voice actor who's like, pay me more. And that was just him just trying yeah, to like just kind of he was just kind of shotgunning through that to say, uh, there's these roast beef sandwiches, uh, Mr. Delicious, what's up, diggity D. Uh <laughs> 99 cents. Uh put some my roast beef in your mouth. Okay. Pay me. <laughs> Pay me more, you cheap bastards. <laughs> Mr. Delicious out. So is there video or is this a radio ad? No, there's there's video. There video. I'm going to put it up. We'll put it up. I'll, I'll, this, is, yeah. this is going. I'm sending it to you guys tonight, but I, I, I'm this is going up on, on the sites. What does Mr. Delicious look like for the it's listeners? Just, it, it's the best part of it. So it's a, it's a commercial where it's showing video of like racks stuff, and it's just a still image of a guy and then they just move him around the screen <laughs> oh like that oh that makes it oh yeah He's everywhere. he is overextended that man is all <laughs> over that screen diggity d diggity d just and what's funny is after they put out that ad is when they started closing restaurants across the country <laughs> they, well, it was ahead of its time they weren't ready for that all the biz is flooding in. Okay, oh I, I can show him. Oh, there he is. Oh yeah, Mr. we can. D. Oh come yeah, on that's, now. That's 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 it. Not even remotely like. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Oh, he likes some kinky shit. Okay, a tell tie. me about this tie. Does this is this tie real? Did they yes, wear that, that tie? I think that I think we need to find that tie for Nathan. Oh my god, I love that tie. He'd wear that to every wedding. It's amazing. <laughs> we'll have to put, we're gonna get some, we're gonna have to get some still images and, see the, and, and the image of mr d himself does not like the voice doesn't match the face at all yeah, no. no i was picturing idris elba yeah <laughs> but like it's just are the like, still images sexy though you know I mean, food, it, food can look you know hardy's did the whole like really oh, yeah. sexy you know food thing Oh, okay, yeah. Was that Paris Hilton they got at one point? She was one of them, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was Marcy Nate. I was like, Nate, do you remember who they had on the Hardy's commercials? Yeah, you remember. I do. No, exactly. It's trying the to talk slow about. pan. <laughs> the slow pan is a very, like, it's a very sexy camera. Ooh, just oh. That side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. You can and eat here. It bar. finishes. Did you see that? Did you did you see the final image? It just says you can eat here. <laughs> I like that slogan because it's honest. <laughs> Rax, you, you can, can eat here. here. <laughs> Diggity D. I honestly have not heard a better slogan. No, if anything, I love Rax because of their slogan. Damn, I miss eating there. Because <laughs> I could. <laughs> <laughs> You can't eat anywhere else. 
You could you know, only that's a really weird good... mix of foods. It was like the perfect place to take a pregnant woman to diner. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can eat here is a really good slogan for 2020 because yeah. you know some places <laughs> you definitely you, you can't. So oh, yeah, for, yeah, they yeah, should right. be doing really well. <laughs> Jesus, you can eat here. Is that is you can eat here, diggity D. <laughs> and it says, Mis- by the way, I like that his briefcase says Mr. D on it. Yeah. Ooh, Mr. D. <laughs> All right. Um, I think it's time we uh, 86 the podcast. What do you guys think? I think it's time I had to go think about this. Uh... This this Rax character, this Mr. Mr. Delicious, D. and try not to touch myself. Yeah. I'm dream. I will dream it's of It's gonna be a tough task tonight, I tell you that. Yeah, I'll just yeah. sit on both my hands. Oof. That's how I sit. sit. I gotta stay right with the Lord tonight. Right. <laughs> Ooh. But before we end the podcast, we have one more segment left. Uh Mackenzie, it is called Human Yelp Reviews, where you, our guest, get to give us a review. Uh, We prefer it out of five stars, but that is merely a suggestion. Uh, You can rate us as a show as a whole, or you can uh, do us individually uh, and have at whatever you'd like. Okay. Um, hmm, I hate being put on the spot. This is why I quit comedy. (laughs) I can't do it. (laughs) I'm terrible at crowd work. Terrible at improv. I don't know how I made it at all i didn't but i'm gonna say (laughs) i'm gonna say a solid i'm gonna give this a a five out of five this has been a good experience there are five of us beautiful people here one two three four five with five incredible everyone gets a star you get a star you get a star you get a star star. and jaylen i can't see you but you get a star too oh thank you yeah of course um but as a yelp review i would just say Pretty good. I guess what I'd write. I guess I don't five stars. Yeah, you can good. listen here. You can listen here. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's gonna be okay. Mark that down. That that we, we we've been talking about our first merch, and I think that should just be our first merch. You can listen here. Diggity do service podcast. Diggity do on the back. Diggity d. Or diggity d. Yeah. Diggity d. Diggity d. Five out of five stars. No one yelled at me. Yay! About <laughs> towing their car. Yes. <laughs> I wrote nice. down four out of five, but I changed it last second. Take it, love it. Um, Mackenzie, how do people find your artwork? Uh, Instagram at Gosh Dang Creative, uh, Dang with a G. It's not darn or dang it's dang gosh dang creative i have a website too but it's probably you probably type it it'd be like this can't be found because no one cares about <laughs> those anymore like but yeah i do i do mostly like pet commissions and stuff but i've been known to dabble in the podcast world a bit um i i hate drawing people honestly so you guys got mm-hmm. lucky there it's just <laughs> Don't ask me to draw your family. I'm not going to do it um, unless you pay me a lot of money. And if you have a lot of money, I'll do it. But love drawing animals, like doing podcast art. I'm thinking about opening an Etsy store soon to do like prints and stickers and stuff like that. So follow me. You'll get uh, first dibs on that. Any Anything else you want to point people at? Tip your servers. Yeah. <laughs> <Like it. laughs> 
No. Uh, Nathan, how do people follow you? You can find me at Nathan Smizzard on Facebook and Twitter and nsmizzard on Instagram. Got anything you want to promote? Not as of yet. Uh, I have a recurring showcase in Red Wing, but it might pull back to once a month instead of every two weeks. So stay tuned for uh, further announcements on that. Wonderful. Jalen, how do people follow you? I am Telling Tall Tale on Twitter, Telling Tall Tales on Instagram. Um, I got into the second round at Sisyphus, but I don't know when that show is, so... uh, Nothing to promote right now. Jalen might be on a show. I might be on a show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Rebecca. that's what you look like. <laughs> <laughs> you found him. You found him out. Rebecca, how do people Very follow you? Cute. Very cute. <laughs> I know. Isn't he adorable? Totes adorbs. <laughs> he's the cutest. Look at your tummy. Now we're going to have to include that photo. Can you lift half of the motorcycle? I can lift. Yeah, I can lift a unicycle for sure. A powered (laughs) unicycle. Rebecca, how do people follow you? Um, Please just follow me on Instagram, which is Rebecca.Rolera.Wilson. And I will be competing in the Sisyphus Funniest Person Minneapolis contest on November 5th, going head to head with my boyfriend and comedian, Andrew Wegleitner. (laughs) The hosts are like, we want you guys to break up. And uh, then at the end of November, um, I will be in Sioux Falls performing comedies. At Bosses? Yeah, Bosses, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. I would love to direct people to Sisyphus and give them a shout out on my end too. They're doing good stuff over there. Good people. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at chubby waiter because I believe in truth and advertising. <laughs> uh, you can also follow me just Matt Doima on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, you can follow the podcast at awful service across all platforms where Rebecca does amazing work on Instagram. I do good work on the Facebook and we try and do stuff on Twitter sometimes. I don't know. Um, and, and beyond that, uh, if I can direct you to anything, uh, come to the Keller open mic every Wednesday night in St. Cloud, Minnesota in the uh, basement of the red carpet nightclub. Uh, yours truly is the host and has been hosting for the last few months, and I am now the permanent host of the Keller Open Mic. I've taken it over. It is now my show. So, yes, uh, that's uh, it's a good time. So, come either if you're a, if you're a, if you're a patron, come and and listen to some funny people, and if you are a comic, come and get some time. It's it's a wonderful wonderful show. Um, beyond that. Uh, November 20th and 21st, I am going to be at Camp Bar in St. Paul, Minnesota uh, with a comic that I don't know yet because they haven't announced it. But come come see me because <laughs> I'll, I'll be in St. Paul uh, telling telling some jokes and uh, and, and uh, giving just I, I won't hug you, but we can we can we can air hug from six feet away. I'll, I'll, I'll pretend and it'll be great. Or who knows? It'll be after the election, so COVID will be over. <laughs> no, it won't. We're all gonna die. Um, Hell yeah! Woo! Yeah. Diggity, Diggity D. D. <laughs> Diggity <laughs> D. Damn it! I keep forgetting. 
Mackenzie, this has been long overdue to have you on the show. Thank you so much for doing it. We appreciate the artwork you've done for us uh, and 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 giving awful service an, an image of me. And thank you for animating or uh, drawing rather uh, me and, and Smezrud, even though you don't really like doing uh, humans. Okay, I guess it's my pleasure. It was fun. I don't here. Let me a caveat. I don't mind drawing people that I like know. It's harder to draw randos who are like, "Hey, draw my whole family." So if if I are am I pretty familiar with your face and mannerisms? It's usually not too bad. So I kind of winged it on Nathan, but I thought I got you pretty well. You yeah, did, you, you got yeah. me. Actually, I'm actually I'm actually quite humbled because you've known me to be much bigger of an asshole than you drew me. Out, so. <laughs> She was, she was being very kind. Um, yeah, so that, that's been the podcast. Thank you all for listening. Uh, and as always, diggity D. <laughs> diggity D. And have a great night. <laughs>